0: Hi, patrons, and welcome to your bonus episode. Again, recording this well in advance, so Colin is still sick, but Andy's back. Andy, how are you?
1: Happy New Year, Jack. <laughs>
0: uh, this will probably be a bit December, so hi. We're getting well, there. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas soon. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas soon. So we've done a couple of creepy stuff the last couple of weeks. We're going to cover a couple of stories this week that, not so much creepy, mate, but just more Macabre, is that the word? It uh, ca- can be. Is, is, do you know the word I'm talking about?
1: Aye, aye. Mac- <laughs> macabre? 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 I, d- I don't think it works a Scottish voice, really. I think that's a problem. Uh, do you
0: think it's a Scottish accent? Probably. probably aye. These yeah. are just weird, weird. There's weird stories, I suppose. Aye. Or a little bit more gruesome,
1: perhaps. Do you want me to read the first one? Because I've not really read it yet, but
0: you've been um, doing a lot of reading. Up to you. Right, okay, so I let's do The Saw. Yeah. Cool. The saw. In June
1: 2011, emergency services dispatched an ambulance to the home of 65-year-old Barry Hepburn. Barry, he was a retired sports car enthusiast and a paraplegic.
0: Dude, don't, don't laugh at that. That's not funny.
1: <laughs> that is not why I was laughing. <laughs> it's the next line. All right, okay. <laughs> He'd been left wheelchair-bound in 2000 after being shot by a neighbour in an argument. Like, fair enough. It's like.
0: Uh, so it wasn't but, even the sports cars that done it I thought it would have been surely the the conical story here would have been he was in a car crash
1: well I, something like that yeah um, aye
0: <laughs> his ex-wife show. Cheryl had get um, a <laughs> second
1: Cheryl's back <laughs> to bring it back Never November November when we talked about her she's 26 um, now aye yeah. Barry 19 year old Cheryl says <laughs> I was working at Domino's this
0: <laughs> was about 6 or 7 years after approaching a guy in a I, car yeah.
1: fuck your pizza <laughs> Um Barry had told the emergency operator that he was bleeding heavily and they feared the worst as he had fallen silent during the call. They certainly weren't expecting what they found, which was the shock of their lives and the grisly stuff urban legends are made from, Jack. Yep. Barry, who had lost all the feeling in his legs, had made an enthusiastic attempt to remove one of my So I love that. An enthusiastic attempt. No, like a fuck, I need to cut this off. He's went, and do you know what? I'm up for this.
0: Woohoo! See, I thought... Maybe I've just understood what the word paraplegic means. I have. I've, I've been thinking of um, another... I've been thinking of uh, like a flood, basically. Um, something with no arms or no legs. Sorry.
1: No, I'm... So, para, so quadriplegic... Is quadriplegic like the one that's
0: total body? It's, well, I don't know. I've Obviously, I don't know.
1: <laughs> pa, is paraplegic just legs, isn't it? Paraplegic? It,
0: it, it must be then, aye. It must aye. be. Right. Um...
1: I mean, it's no ideal, but wheelchair bound, so I, I'm right, guessing. Okay.
0: Um okay.
1: Yeah. Aye, but enough that <laughs> unless like he's been shot and then went fuck, I've got the use of my limbs back now because of the shooting, but I doubt it. So I, I so saw, I lost all the feeling in his legs. Wait a minute, it lost, but he's paraplegic, so of course it lost the feeling in his legs. Oh
0: uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've got that now. But when this when this story f- first started, for some reason, I, in my head. I had just a wee body sitting there with no the arms and no legs. Right, aye. And then aye. as the story's progressed, I've realised that he's still got arms and legs. Aye. His legs don't work.
1: Yeah, but right. that's where I feel that the fact that he lost all the feeling in his legs was like, it's a it's a moot point,
0: isn't it? Aye, you don't really tell us that. Yeah, we know. No. We're, we're, well, we obviously don't know. Well, I don't know. So he lost he's all the
1: feeling, <laughs> and they continued not to work. <laughs> like, like that's fine. We get I've, that. Well,
0: it's got big floppy legs. Aye, right.
1: but anyway, he'd made an enthusiastic attempt to remove one. You know, I think is he's, he's took a chance. He went, "This is my chance here to wow. cut one of these bastards off." I've wanted to do this for years. So anyway. He'd recently become despondent because he was having so much trouble getting in and out of his beloved sports cars and his overtures to his doctors about amputation had thus, thus far been rebuffed, Call a this, didn't he? Um so I so the guy didn't want his legs anymore. The bus have just been if you're paraplegic and they're just in the way, I get that he's maybe been like, Do you know what? If I could get like the fake legs, Lieutenant Dan type style, uh-huh. um, maybe that's better than just having two limbs that are just totally useless. So
0: but we're talking about 2011, and if he's. Can you get like full? I thought it would have just been under knee legs. Like, you can't get like a full set of legs, can you? Yeah, uh, I, I suppose. I
1: mean, I just. an extension of the big metal rod, wouldn't I, I'm guessing. But but then
0: you would you would have to have
1: it would depend where the stump was
0: you would have to have at least like six like six inches of stump to attach them to that Is, that what, is s- that what you
1: tell the ladies Jack
0: that's <laughs> what I tell the ladies that you could still move your stump spot because if you just clip on two I metal will. legs to the lower part of your body it doesn't I work
1: aye I'm guessing there's something to clip them onto
0: his um, hips but then
1: some kind of waistband
0: don't get me wrong we spoke about science evolving. In science nowadays. Imagine in the future, like you've seen people that get like fake arms and they can actually use their mind to move the fingers. Yeah. So you imagine in the future, if you're totally paraplegic you'll be able to get totally new legs and just use your brain to walk. I know? imagine
1: in the future they'll be able to turn the, the 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 cells in your body on and off, the ones that stop working and the nerves and literally just get you working again. I reckon that'll be the the case
0: right so you so you, you've still got like your your flesh legs are still uh, there your own
1: legs but we can just turn them back on you
0: just turn them back on yeah. using stem cells or whatever
1: whatever some kind of technology they find that way to do it
0: I, I, maybe uh,
1: yeah just reprogramming it into um, but anyway become despondent he's like can I can get in my motors a pain in the arse um, again going back to Will for Wall Street you know that scene where he's trying to climb in it. out uh, <laughs> Barry was off his tits right enough Um <laughs> but I, Barry had apparently decided if he began the surgery himself, doctors wouldn't have any choice but to continue. It's a bit drastic, isn't it? When the paramedics arrived, his right leg was almost totally detached. The plastic sack he'd used for a tourniquet covered in massive amounts of blood. Tourniquet, that's like the band just tightening to make it tighten to cut the blood off. So he's used a plastic sack to tie around his leg to make it nice and sure tight. So you don't lose all the blood? Aye. Aye. Um, and his bag was still sitting beside him, neatly packed for the hospital. That sounds like a a hell of a way to go, did not it? Like, I don't know if he died. Uh, Barry, he- well, i see if he's on LinkedIn.
0: No, see if he's on LinkedIn. <laughs> I was just <laughs> Barry,
1: how you doing? Just want to know how you're getting on. Barry Hepburn, um, uh, he's a professional could...
0: football player who played as winger for Queens Park. Not that guy. No.
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe it was. And that that was the forced retirement.
0: Dying? No, so it's Daily Mail. So dying man's nine 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 call. I have cut my legs off with a hacksaw. So hack again, off. this is hack this off is off Barry Hepburn. ho <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh! Could
1: you do that? See, in a worst case scenario, you could hack a limb off.
0: What like in one hundred and twenty-seven hours?
1: Aye, or like the saw movies, or like if you were if you were stuck somewhere, aye. And
0: could you do I it? I well.
1: You'd have to be in this situation.
0: You'd, I don't know. Yeah. Like the the 127 hours with James Franco, when he's stuck with that Aye. rock, yeah. hoarding his arm and he's in a, like a, no, a cliff, would you call it? Like a wee ravine type thing. Aye. His arm had totally went, his, his arm was fucked. It probably went a little bit numb by then or whatever. And it's last chance alone. It wouldn't be the first thing I'd done, see so like, after like 20 minutes, stuck aye. in his situation.
1: And then wouldn't be like, comes I
0: should have waited. I wouldn't be like, i get the fucking pen knife out. Um, it would have to be like, aye, I'm going to die in the next couple of hours. I need to try something.
1: Jack, you're five minutes for a 24-hour test goal. That was a bit drastic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was gonna be a bit drastic, mate. I, you could have just put a plaster in that and just... Uh,
1: Remember in The Simpsons one, one, when one. Homer gets his arm stuck in a vending machine and they, they come out to cut his arm and they go, wait a minute, you're just holding on to the can. <laughs> <laughs> At 127 hours, I turn the ending, he just takes his shoe off, <laughs> slips it.
0: So I'm fine. Yeah, don't uh, worry your
1: boots were just a bit oversized, mate.
0: Yeah.
1: Fucking hell. Poor bastard. Yeah, Poor so that, so
0: that, this guy, this guy, um, Barry, he obviously had serious mental health issues because he tried to commit suicide twice before this situation happened. Right. So he tried, he tried Kelly, said like a couple of times, and he just got to his stage where he was obviously had a psych- again, had a psychotic break, like um, a few of the people we've been speaking about the last couple of weeks, where they've ju- he's just thought
1: Fuck it's never a one this. off, is it? It's never a this happened once and that's it.
0: It's always like, like- get back to Cheryl. it's like, it's like a pattern. A partner behaviour, and this guy was, by the sounds of it, eventually going to kill himself.
1: Did he die? Did you find that out?
0: Uh, I don't I'm not sure. For some reason, there is um, a picture of Lily Allen <laughs> on the Daily Mail um, article about this. Lily Allen was treated um, by Susan Hepburn. So the fuck, Susan Hepburn? That's obviously the wife. I like Lily
1: Allen, by the way. Bit of a celebrity crush, of mine.
0: Yeah, a massive crush on her when I was younger. Yeah, she said nothing in Sky that I didn't watch, but yeah, I had a lot, of, a lot of time for Lily Allen. I just hit one. Said she had no concerns of her husband's mental state, despite knowing he had researched self-amputations. <laughs> like when your husband's <laughs> when your husband's on Google typing in how to chop my own leg off, and you've not noticed. I'm imagining you've not th- Barry's you've, you've no not even that's Jack, weird.
1: Barry's sitting there at night on the other side of the bed with a big book of amputation. Like <laughs> going through chapters at a time with the glasses, making making notes in certain pages. What you're reading there oh nothing then? Just nothing. a bit of light reading.
0: I think he's died, eh? I mean he's cut his fucking leg off, so I mean that's ten centimetres, like oh, could put seven or something approaching. It's leaked so he's, he's, he's tried to cut it off below his knee. So it's not like he's trying to cut his full leg off. So I don't understand how that would have helped his situation. If he can't control the tap part of his leg, then what's the point of getting a new metal bit at the bottom? Do you know what I mean?
1: He's thinking, look, I've done I've done this. You might as well help Just you. do it the right thing. Aye,
0: yeah. Right, okay. Aye, I think that's what it is. Hmm. Right, so that's Barry. Um, again, not creepy, but grim, I suppose. Like A shame for him. We've got the monster under the bed trap this episode up, Andy. Right? Yeah. So we've got a guy called Guy, which is handy. Guy uh, Whitehall, a former cricketer, who not that long ago enjoyed a peaceful night slumber at the Humani Lodge in Zimbabwe. Well getting ready for his day sitting on the edge of his bed. The forty year old did no clue that he just lived was still living really everyone's childhood nightmare. Mm. Still oblivious as he began preparing breakfast uh, in the suite's kitchen, he was startled by a blood cuddling scream of the housekeeper um, coming from where he'd just been sleeping. So he's just been up in the bed and got up, had right. some breakfast. So he ran back into the room and he received the shock of his life. Under his bed was a two and a half metre, 300 pound crocodile. <laughs> the, the housekeeper's scream had startled it. So it was like it'd been lying there motionless for hours uh, while he'd been sleeping and it slept through the night and it sat at the feet with his feet dangling mere inches from the creature's big snappy jaws um, we assume he immediately began making plans to buy a foot on a very large weapon so the the way this is wrapped up nothing really seems to have happened to the guy here other this than has that
1: got all the makings of a viral whatsapp story you just need to have it that the crocodile was sucking him off when he woke up <laughs> Ma- man wakes up after getting sucked off by 300 pound crocodile on holiday in Zimbabwe yeah
0: crocodile held him down and shook him off against his will basically
1: crocodile hung D I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Um, don't even know if that works
0: it doesn't really
1: work but it's no, fine but it need, aye, it's, like, it's <laughs> needs fine. <work>. it's it needs work needs work but it'll do
0: okay Aye, so again, that's was really shitty. Want to wrap this up?
1: Aye, that's that. <laughs> I know, it's like I feel like the, that she screamed and went, "Ah, there's a crocodile!" And he went, "Fuck, so it is," and moved, <laughs> and then that was it. Aye, <laughs> he just moved it the way. Heard Barry walked in and went, "Here, mate, higher your fucking leg off with a saw. That will sort of it." <laughs> you,
0: you ever, you ever felt like right, to try and sort of wrap this up, episode like without ending it on this shitty story? You ever felt any sort of presence? I told you about my DT, sleep paralysis type presence when I was about 21 or something, 22. You ever did any, anything like that where you're positive that was somebody there or somebody under the bed? I've had the sleep paralysis like, you know? stuff a
1: few times, Um but I, I, I'm always confused as to whether it actually happens or it's just a really intense dream because I, I, I lucid dream quite a lot, so I know that I'm dreaming. Um like if you could plug into my dreams I could tell you I'm lying in my bed sleeping and uh, I could talk to you in my dream I'm aware I can feel textures and all that in my dreams and stuff.
0: Aye. Do you go full lucid dream or you take control?
1: Yeah, aye. Not all the time, but I can. It's yeah, very I, strange.
0: I can and have occasionally. But I would like to really learn how to like learn how to do it.
1: Yeah, I know there's folk who say I've I've never I've just always for a kid I've been able to do it. But I I I remember I had a dream a wee while ago. I was at a fucking like I was on holiday almost and I was in like a bar and I knew I was dreaming. But it was like you're almost like it was like a, a pool bar, but it was only up to like your um shins. Right. But one I knew I was dreaming. I knew I was in a dream, I knew I was on holiday, I knew I wasn't really in holiday, but I could like, even like I could feel the water. Like I knew I was splashing my feet going I, I know it's a dream, but and I, I would touch a wall and I can I feel like the concrete and stuff as well. So it's, it's a really funny experience, but yeah. I've always done it for being a kid, so. But that's where, to bring it back. I don't know with the sleep paralysis stuff if I just have very vivid dreams. Is it actually sleep paralysis? Because I get that thing where I'm lying there. I'll be in my room. I'll try and shout for my wife, but I can't shout.
0: Oh, that, that's a horrible feeling. That, it, no. It's
1: like it's almost in your throat, but you can't make a noise. Do you ever um, shout yourself awake? No, never. Like, um,
0: like, I don't mean like, 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 actually verbalize it. But in mm-hmm. your dream, you go like, wake up, fucking wake up,
1: wake I, up. I, I, I've tried to say it myself in my head. I like shut your eyes and go to sleep, but you can't. Eh? Like, tr- shut your eyes and wake up or something. Um, but I've had that same sensation where something pulls the covers off you, and that's how it ends, which is fucking horrible and it's frightening.
0: Yeah, I get the thing with like. like uh, we crash, like when you're in a vehicle and it crashes. ah and you see it. Jump. Crashes. You wake up. Uh, like like Inception,
1: jump. where they have that, they have the the bump, don't they? In Inception, uh, for all the different levels.
0: I enjoyed Inception. I thought it was a decent fun.
1: Aye, I, I enjoyed it. I've I've got some of the uh, horror movie facts. If you wanted me to go over them, Jack, quickly.
0: Uh, yes, I would love you to do that, mate. Yep.
1: Uh, I know Colin loves doing this lack of research stuff, so I thought I'd uh, take up his mantle,
0: mate. That's our full fucking bag. Is just googling.
1: It's why I pay the good value <laughs> money I do, Jack, at that £10 <laughs> tier uh, for that kind of content. So I'm going to take over. And, uh, so first one, Jack, I'll just read through them. It's on our website called mentofloss.com. MentalFloss uh,
0: is one of my favourite websites.
1: Never heard it till now. Um, because I can imagine it's the kind of shite you go on.
0: Yeah, it is. But it's the thing with it is it's really well researched. There's, there's like sources and stuff like that. It's not just like you know, how you've gone to like yeah. um, facts.biz or whatever. It's like... It's kind of above that, basically. Yeah, yeah. But I like mental floss, mate. Aye, sure. Yeah, so, oh.
1: fact, fact number one: uh, Brian Bethel does not talk to kids in his car. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, number one is Count Orlock only blinks once in Nosferatu. So, the nineteen twenty-two Nosferatu film about Dracula, um, he only blinks once near the end of part one, and he's on screen for a total of nine minutes. Jack.
0: Right. Okay. That that's quite interesting because we're going to be doing a Christmas movie. In a couple of weeks with Hugh, who's been on a few times, um, and his his whole bag is sort of like vampire movies. That's what his main podcast is about. So I imagine he'd have known that? Yeah. Is there something, any reasoning behind it? Or is it just that Nosferatu wouldn't blink?
1: I've never watched it, but I think in the never, movie uh, you've you, you've got the image in your head probably the guy bald head, dead I white thingy nose and stuff, and I think it's just that intense stare the whole time into. So I'd
0: imagine so. Aye. So only yeah. blinks once. It's kind of annoying, why did they just make it so he never blinked in the whole film?
1: Just proof checking, or maybe, maybe just because it was a Your coincidence, yeah. maybe?
0: Maybe, yeah.
1: Or maybe that's the point, maybe that was a particularly intense point where he does blink, because it's on him so long. Um, second we, one, you can no, probably no. guess it, what was the first horror film to be nominated for Best Picture?
0: Uh, is, is Jaws a horror film?
1: Uh, I'm guessing it, it could be classed as, but it was The Exorcist.
0: Right, okay. I remember the first time I watched The Exorcist, we, we used to, this, this old ages, we used to like play in inverted commas. Like, so, like, me and a few guys would go down and, and like, and I say play in the back, we'd sit about the back garden, we were about 14. Yep. Um, and this lassie's parents went away and we shut the curtains and watched The Exorcist when we were about 13 or 14 or something. And it was rubbish. I thought it was crap. What are your I've thoughts on the I've never, never went never. back
1: and watched it. But again, like I say, I'm a shite bag with kinda of horror movies, so um I'd probably even like the now, because of the writer strikes in the US, <clears> there's fuck all out at the cinema bar a couple of horror movies because nothing's getting promoted, so nothing's getting released. So the cinemas just now are full of older films or some of the foreign movies. Um oh and the the only stuff that's been out in the last couple of weeks is a couple of horror movies, and there's a new Exorcist one as well, but I just don't, I'm not very good with stuff like that, so. Is
0: there not a horror movie out just now, or a couple of weeks ago, that had, like, big, like, scary bears in it or something?
1: Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. I like, dead children possess some restaurant's old mascots, I think. I've never got a chance to see it. Um, I might still go if it's out, but we're in December now, Jack. So, uh, aye. Um, Number four. uh, Well, I'm actually skipping the shite uh, ones. Skipping
0: shite ones, mate. Aye. uh,
1: Psycho is the first American film to feature a toilet.
0: Yeah, I knew that because is it toilet or toilet flushing? At both. Right, okay. First to show
1: yeah. a toilet on screen and the first to hear a flush yeah. uh, because Americans are very repressed. But I think you'll know that fact about the first couple to be seen in bed on American TV?
0: Not off the top of my head, mate. no. The
1: Flintstones. It was uh, are the Fred, Flintstone, Fred Flintstone and right. Wilma were the first couple to be shown on TV um,
0: in the US. It would, it would always be the. It would just like cut and they'd be smoking a fag, basically.
1: It just you, you never saw a couple in bed. At even all. if they weren't doing it and you never saw a couple in bed um, but the Flintstones were the first couple you saw in bed I never
0: knew um, that I knew, I knew about the toilet thing a jo- if-
1: here's a Jaws one for you Jaws doesn't fully appear in shot or in a shot of the movie until an hour and 21 minutes in
0: no, I, knew, I knew he wasn't like a big feature of it uh,
1: do you know why? He did
0: he work in short water?
1: Uh, The shark isn't shown because the mechanical shark that was built really worked during filming. They had so many issues getting the thing working and they had to shoot around it.
0: And I think it was because they trialled it in just normal water. And then when they they moved it to salt water, that done something different to it.
1: Should have just used a real shark.
0: Yeah, but like Steven Spielberg, has been like that. Like he could have used CGI T Rexes, but he wanted to create the T Rex in, in Jurassic Park. You know, he's, he's always been that sort of guy. Yeah, that director that wants realism. I suppose as as much yeah. as you can get realism by a big dinosaur, but he'd like, rather fucking... use that than than just CGI. Because you know, what it's like nowadays, like going to sound my age here but, like, totally 100% CGI films. It looks shite. It kind of looks pish, man.
1: Yeah. That's I why quite... I think the original Jurassic Park still looks incredible, because they used a lot of animatronics now for the oh, T X yeah. and stuff, and it looks uh-huh. fucking brilliant still to this day.
0: Because I watched um, one of the, the newest Spider-Man with Tom Holland in it the other night, and there's a bit where he's, like, flying about Aye. Like in Doctor Strange's universe or something. Yeah. And it's just like, this is fucking... I'm quite enjoying the film, but this annoying, this is push.
1: See a lot of the last couple of years of movies, all the Covid stuff fucked it, especially right. for Marvel because because they were all walk, working in silo, a lot of them weren't together so a lot of the movies that have came out struggled with budgets and CGI because they were all working apart, so a lot of them have either looked shite or they've had to be heavily cgi that was like the new Ant-Man, Quantumania the whole thing's fucking CGI one because of where it is in the quantum <laughs> realm, but <laughs> I I never realised when I watched it when you go back you never really see more than two actors on the screen at the same time because Mm. it was filmed heavily during COVID the camera keeps jumping between two people because they couldn't have them too near each other for a lot of the film
0: I quite enjoyed it because as much as I'm not a massive fan of these superhero films, Karen quite quite likes them and it's about the only films you can watch together so recently I've watched uh, Ant-Man and The New Spider-Man
1: I've thought the Marvel movies for a couple of years now and TV shows have been shite. Like, like I said, don't watch I a love, lot of them. And I, and I love them. I lo- I've watched them all for the start. Tell you what's watch. incredible though, and this is wrong term memory content here, uh, Gen V and The Boys. I think Colin watches them. I don't know if you do. Uh, don't
0: watch either of them, but they've been, they've been about, The Boys have been around for a couple of years now.
1: Aye, like, it's uh, absolutely sensational TV and that's something, a rare thing that me and my wife watch together.
0: Yeah, I watch... And uh, Gen
1: V's a spin-off of it.
0: Right, okay. I quite enjoyed Peacemaker with John Cena. But yeah. That is, is that Marvel DC? I don't, I don't DC. I get them mixed up. Right, okay. I, I enjoyed say,
1: that. If you like that, Peacemaker is like a safe, light version of The Boys, put it that way.
0: Right, okay.
1: The Boys is just outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Anybody who's not watched it, go watch it.
0: It's on Amazon as well. Sort of. Aye.
1: It's, I but, would say it's worth the Amazon subscription on its own.
0: Yeah, because I, I've been, um, because I work in education, I've got a .ac.uk email address i've been paying student amazon prices for the last five years and then last month it just went up to 8.99 and i'm swithering whether or not to keep it because i i don't know if it's worth it to be perfect
1: little hint in january a lot of the streaming services prices are going up to considerably more i think the minimum prices for a lot of them are going to be like 12.99
0: I mean, obviously, Amazon includes delivery, that delivery and stuff like that. It does, that,
1: so. aye, which is always good on Prime Video. But like Netflix and all that, it's just had a change to an advert version of its service. Is that actually coming
0: all... out? Yeah, they ad
1: one. I work for a company and I'm training it out at the moment, Jack, uh, the changes. So yeah.
0: How, how's that going to affect my Sky subscription when I get Sky plus Netflix?
1: Uh, nothing for existing people, but oh. if you ever go to change it, you'll change to the new one.
0: Right. Okay. So I'm still hopefully only be paying my five and a month for my one screen Netflix AI on the HD account or whatever it is. There Come comes
1: it. a point where you get forced to change, but aye, that'll probably be a Netflix mandate. Um, paranormal Activity. You ever see that, Jack?
0: The film. Yeah. Uh, no, I've only ever seen like the. I, like the 30 second thing, would it be, be kidding the fucking in the car? Yeah. So
1: it's one of the most profitable films of all time, and um, because it was such a low budget movie, uh, 10 years after the Blair Witch project. Um, I was going so to say, the Blair
0: Witch not up there as well? Yeah,
1: yeah Blair Witch cost $60,000 to make. Paranormal Activities' initial budget was $15,000, one five. Uh, Blair Witch grossed two hundred and forty eight point six million worldwide, and which comes in at a four hundred fourteen thousand (laughs) percent return. Paranormal Activity grossed sixty five million dollars, and that was a four hundred thirty three point nine thousand percent return. Yeah, which doesn't factor in final worldwide gross of $193 million, which is actually a 1.2 million percent return on investment, which is just
0: an insane amount of money. I went to the cinema to see Blair Witch Project.
1: I never and did. I've never actually watched it all the way through either, still to this day. Scary stuff. I don't, I, again, I don't watch
0: it. Again, I don't know if you remember the way it was promoted back in the day. It was really sort of buzz, yeah. viral promotion. One of the, when, the first
1: big viral movies in that way. It I really think.
0: was because going in, I thought, I genuinely thought, this is film footage. Yeah. I pretty quickly Uh, figured out I wasn't watching it, but the way it was, like we says, marketed was like groundbreaking at the time, and the profits proved that. They made 200-odd million, and basically spent like 50 grand on it, whatever. That's mental.
1: Nothing at all. And then, just to bring it back, Jack, last one. uh, A few weeks ago, we talked about the the Enfield stuff, and we got the Enfield and blah, 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 Amityville all mixed up. uh, the Conjuring was the name of the original, uh, or The Conjuring's the movie. The original event uh, was investigated by paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. Um, in 1971, they had an experience with the Perrons, a family who'd moved into a Rhode Island farmhouse and experienced terrifying and ghostly occurrences. Um, the Warrens had a possessed Raggedy doll that was inspiration for the spin-off. Annabelle and allegedly a demon spirit possessed a raggedy and all, which is currently on display and under lock and key at their occult museum in Monroe, Connecticut. So, there you go. Because
0: okay, that, that was like a. the amni- well, Again, jumping about here, the Amnityville horror. That house is still. That's like a. Not like a museum, but you can go and visit that, that it's house. A
1: tourist attraction, but. Tourist pretty attraction,
0: pretty much. basically. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think a lot of folk are into that kind of morbid stuff or like ghostly stuff. Love it. So not for me though. I'll stay well away.
0: Yeah, me too. It's not a massive uh, forte of mine. But this is a, this was a super bonus for the patrons nearly half an hour. So uh, cheers, Andy. And...
1: As a patron, Jack, can I just say to fellow patrons listening to this, up your pledge just for this extra content. Come on.
0: <laughs> I've not told him to say this. I swear to fuck. But uh, and will you guys. Right. And I personally don't think there's anybody still listening. And if they are, they're pretty hardcore, wrong term memory fans. And I would be expecting them to go and sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash wrong term memory or by clicking the link in the show notes.
1: Absolutely. And if for whatever reason they can't do that and paying for content isn't in their bag, they can still offer us continual support by leaving a rating and
0: a review wherever you listen to your podcasts.